Okay, let's begin Parshas Chukas, Tavshin Pei Aleph. And the, uh, again, this uh, shear will be uh, the last one here for a couple of weeks. The next, uh, Be'er I hope seven will be given from, uh, from, uh, from Camp Kaley. And Be'er uh, towards the beginning of Elul, will be, uh, will be back. Uh, Elul's uh, quote-unquote early. Elul falls out when Elul's supposed to fall out. Maybe August is late. Uh, but uh, either way, uh, we have Parshas Chukas now, and, and again, uh, I don't think the Zoom will be uh, in the summer. I'm not exactly sure when I'll be giving it during the week, but, uh, but either way, Be'er Hashem, it'll, be, uh, it'll be up. So, but let's get into Parshas Chukas, Tavshin Pei Aleph, and we, of course, start with Para Aduma. Just one uh, drush to start off from the Chosem Lublin, one of the great uh, Hasidic masters that had many, many Talmidim, and, um, you know, spread so much in his unique style. Says the Chose, quoted here in the source number one, in the uh, Mayana Shal Torah, that there's a, a drush on the, on the Pasuk of Asher Ein Mum, Asher Lo Aleh Aleh Ha'ol. A halacha of the Paraduma that it cannot have any mum, any blemish on it. Asher Lo Aleh Aleh Ha'ol. It couldn't have had, uh, schlepped anything, couldn't have had any, any burden. Right? No mum. Even though it's a unique type of carbon, we know all carbonos, uh, have to be tamim. They're not allowed to have a mum. But there are certain karbanos that aren't the normal type of karbanos. And that's why there's a chiddush the Torah has to tell us, whether it's paraduma, whether it's the seir lazazel, whether it's eglarufa. Right? When we use animals in uh, unusual ways, there are different halachos. <coughs> but says the Chosemi uh, Lublin, Misha roe es atzmo ki'ilu kfar higia l'tachlis hashlemus. If somebody feels that they've made it, They've reached their spiritual goal. The kfar ein bo megras. I have no mum. I'm good. I'm perfect. I've reached where I'm able to reach. simin muvak shadayin ein alav bichlal o malchus shamayim. Ein bo mum lo Right. If somebody feels their perfection, they obviously don't have the o malchus shamayim that that kriyashma signifies and demands of us. If we had a little bit, we'll realize everything that we are that we are missing. And that's what life's about. Life's about not feeling perfect because it's constantly going up the spiritual ladder. There's a ladder. We can't have a plateau. All right, like the Chazonish said, the most dangerous attitude in Avodah Hashem is a benoni b'shita. Right, this is who I am. I'm good. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows. No, no, no. It's constantly going up. It's like life is going up a down escalator. Right. So if we're not uh, going up, then we know which direction we're going, and we have to constantly grow and constantly look for areas to improve. We have to make sure we are never feeling Asher Ein Bamum, because that would be a reflection of Asher Lo Alecha. All and as Hashem, we should always want to improve in different areas uh, that we that we um, have to work on. Okay, so now let's get back to the major discussion of of Paraduma, a question that we haven't really dealt with in the past, uh, and that is well, a little bit. But what is Paraduma doing here? Right? That question we've dealt with. Paraduma is a type of carbon. Of some kind, yeah, it's burned on on Harazesim, east of the of the base of Migdash, but it's it's a carbon, so it should be in safe of Yikra. Yikra has all the carbonas, but it's stuck in here between what and what between Korach and Misas Miriam. Right, we mentioned Rav Salvechik's Har in the past, without knowing, without announcing it, this parsha takes us thirty-eight years. Right, all of a sudden, we're the second year after 
you see us Mitzrayim, and then all of a sudden Miriam dies. Right? What happened to those 38 years? The only thing the Torah tells us is para aduma, is tumas veis. That we discussed in past years. Rav Salvechik says, maybe the Torah puts it here to, this is what they were dealing with. All those that had, had to die during the 38 years, they couldn't go into the, into the Eretz Yisrael. So Dafka had a deal with Tumas Mace and the messages of Paraduma. So that, that is what, uh, had to give them some type of direction. Uh, so those are the blackout years, as Rav Salvatia calls it, uh, that we, that we don't even think about, you know, fly by when we're not even, uh, focusing in the middle of Parshas Chukas. But we'll deal with a different element, uh, this year. And that is, when was Para Aduma given? That was early. Right? Rashi quotes the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Rashi back in Parshish B'Shalach tells us that Para Aduma wasn't only not put into Vayikra, it was even before Maimon Arsinai, according to a number of opinions in Chazal. Right? It's one of those mitzvahs that was given in Mara. And the question is, by each of those mitzvahs, we have to ask, Why? Hashem couldn't wait another six weeks. You couldn't wait. You have to have these mitzvahs now. You can't go on. We can't continue. Right now you have to have these mitzvahs. Shabbos, Kibbutz Dinim, whatever the different suggestions are. But the question is, why Paraduma? They didn't have a Mishkan yet. They weren't doing Avoda yet. So it just begs the question even more. But again, we're not going to deal with why it's here according to that, but that's what the in the Drash David... In source number two, Mitzvah's paraduma nimsur l'bnei Yisrael kodem matan Torah kvishamru b'gemara, like the Gemara tells us. Shabbos paraduma nidal Yisrael b'yom shukam amishkan okafishbirish Rashi, the one that I just quoted. Sham sam lo choku mishpat b'mara nitam lahem mixas parshiyos shel Torah she is askubahen Shabbos paraduma v'dinim. So the question is, why paraduma? Okay, Shabbos, you can understand. Shabbos is one of those mitzvahs. Shabbos is defining. Shabbos, only if you're Jewish, you're allowed to keep Shabbos. Okay, Shabbos is unique. And even Dinim. Dinim Amunis, the basis of monetary law, people getting, getting along with each other and, and people, uh, um, you know, being able to live with each other. Beforehand, they were avadim, they were slaves, they didn't have any money on their own. There was already arguments about money because they didn't have any. They, they got each a, their ration of food and they were all worked all day, back-breaking labors. What was there to fight about? But all of a sudden, the more we get, the more we, the more rights we feel. Mrs. Paraduma Yeshlotamua, Madu Hiktamakarashbarhu Vinin al Bene Yisrael, Kodem Matator. So why is it? So suggest the Draj David, maybe these mitzvot specifically, these specifically, Shabbos and Paraduma were tailored for the experience that happened in Mara. Let's remember what happened in Mara right after Kriyas Yamsov. Babirat Varim Nirak. What was the nace? As we know, the Torah tells us they came to a place and there was only bitter water and bitter trees. Imagine if somebody gives me, uh, I mean, something very charif 
and it's so harif, I can't eat a hot chili pepper, whatever it is, and somebody says, here, take some of this, and they give me hot sauce. Yeah, this will help. You put this on it, and no, it'll burn, burn my mouth off even more. I won't be able to eat it. No, Kodesh Baruch will take it, and it'll be, it'll neutralize. And it'll, uh, bitter, bitter, how does that work? Shamsam lo choku mishpat. Klomar, what was the nace? What was the message that we received in Mara? Shalachar shenasa nesam, takasamayim. Hayu yisar ruuyim laseilaslam, his mitzvah says, little cut off, paraduma, and Shabbos. Why? What's the message? Top left. Lahavana se'inyan. Yishlahaktim divriya medrash regarding the nace. Bo re'ei kama mufla'in drachav shalachadish baruchu. Yosem edaki basav adam. Obviously, Akadish baruchu is unique, but think about this uniqueness. Basav adam bimatog marapes hamar. Avalachadish baruchu. Right, a human being, even though if they help you out, they'll give you a sweetener to counter and to neutralize what's bitter. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes bitter and puts it into bitter and it becomes sweet. Nes betoch nes. A miracle within a miracle. Hainu, sheheder hamayim b'mara noah l'nazo, says Yisrael. It was all a test for us. Right, right after Kriyas Yamsuf. And guess what? We didn't really succeed so well. Right, we right after Kriyas Yamsuf, oh, and then we complained. Upa osu inyanas v'banei samtakas amayim to teach us. Kamo muflan derachas lakadosh baruch hu. Hashem's in charge. You just saw Kriyas Yamsuf. Hashem is not a one-time thing. Hashem is in charge of just your eating. Also, shu sholei talateva v'chalan hagas habriyatuliyabo. Everything is up to akadosh baruch hu v'lefichach, and that's what he wanted to teach us in Mara. That you think it doesn't make sense. You think it doesn't fit. There's something wrong here. You can't understand it. It's okay. That's, that's, that's the message that Akadosh Baruch wants us to, to, to learn. And he quotes the Gemara in Tainus. Rabbi Chaim Mendoza tells his daughter, who by mistake has, had used vinegar instead of oil, and it was already after Shabbos, and you couldn't switch. And Rabbi Chaim Mendoza says, what's the difference to you? Right? Famous line, The same God that said oil will burn, can say vinegar will burn. So, same thing. Before we get back to Shabbos and Paraduma, he says, later on in our parsha we have the same idea. Remember the poisonous snakes, snakes that started going around and attacking the Jews. How are you going to heal people who are bitten by a snake? Make a snake out of metal and put it on a stick and hang it up and they'll look at the snake and that'll heal them. The Ramban already notes, usually if you're, if you're bitten by a rabid dog, you don't want to look at a dog. Dogs will make you sick and, and terrible and make you feel even worse. You'll, you'll relive the experience. And here it's Dafka, the snake, on a staff. You look at the snake, healed. Says the Ramban. And it's known. As we just said. It will be dangerous to look at what bit you. That's what you look at? Yeah. Hashem's in charge. Hashem is the Mamas, Hashem is the Mechaya. Says the Drash Dovenel, based on this idea, what are the mitzvahs that we have given in Mara to help 
crystallized this message. What was the message that we needed in Marak? Hashem Baruch who's in charge of Teva. Hashem is in charge of Nes Pesoch Nes. So what do we get? Chuka Paraduma. Paraduma and Mara share our concept. Right? Don't try to understand it. Right? Paraduma, Gzere Milafanai, Elacharishus Laharer. Right? Dafyomi this week talks about the mitzvos, the chukim and the mishpatim. Lafichach Nitzavi Yisrael Paraduma B'Mara. La'achar Sha'asa Lahem HaKadosh Baruch Hu Neis Pesoch Neis. Me'am Takas HaMayim. Once Hashem did the miracle within the miracle of the swinging of the water in Mara, Kadeshi Yischazku Be'emunasam. Bibori Yisbarach, so we get strengthened on our emuna, via kablu, via kaimu, as chukas hapara, even though we don't understand, we do it because the Kodesh told us that this works. That's the same message as the bitter tree. Shekashem shah eat samar tali because they are also Yisbarach, pa'amim memarer, pa'amim mamtik, kach gam para. Sometimes the para is metame, sometimes it's petar, it makes some people pure, some people impure, just like bitter work, it makes some things bitter and some things not bitter. Because Baruch Hu is in charge. It's nothing hard for him. Nothing's difficult. But that's the message of the of why Para Aduma was given in Mara. It's also May Mariva, which we'll uh, get to a little bit later. Uh, let's skip that paragraph for now. But now let's go to Shabbos. And what about Shabbos? How does Shabbos play out? Shabbos, it doesn't really work if, again, we live in a time period where there are many countries that have two days off a week. Right? So, taking off Shabbos, you know, doesn't seem like so... So difficult, but in the days of old, right, even a hundred years ago, you don't come to work on Saturday, don't come to work on Monday, right? And if you don't, you have to work on Shabbos, you have to work six days a week. So I'm not going to work and everything's going to be taken care of, right? How is, how is that going to, is that possible, right? And even, even the Umos Ha'olam understand that. I didn't give it to you, but remember the Gemara in Me'ila, I think on Dafyud Zion, where they, they made Xera, the Romans made Xera, no Mila, no Shabbos, and Yifal uh, Unidos, maybe that means they closed the mikvah, but one of the Jews infiltrated and pretended to be one of the enemy, and he started schmoozing with them and talking. He was like, oh, you know what? We don't want the Jews to become rich, right? Yeah, we don't want them to become rich. So why are we making them work on Shabbos? It's an extra day of work. They're going to make more money. They're like, oh, you're right. You know what? Let him stay home on Shabbos. Right, and then they went, don't we want them to be weak? Yeah! So let them do brismila, it's surgery! They'll be weaker! And then when they find out that he wasn't, that he was Jewish, they put everything back in. Ultimate anti-Semitism there. They just realized that logically it doesn't make sense! No! But, a Jew said it so, we'll be anti. But you see from that whole Gemara, that line that working on Shabbos produces profit. And when we don't work on Shabbos, so we should lose! So Dafka Shabbos is given in Mara too. Because that also Kodesh Baruch Hu is in charge of Parnassa. Hashem's in charge. Top of the column, source three. Shadam Tzorach Livsok Mikomalachto Yemama Shlema Uveprapes Vanshi Yisrael Mitzuvim Mitzuyim Ben Agoyim Ha'osim Ezlachlam Gambi Yom Ashvi Shaz Nira Davar Ben Yadam Kefzenikar Or even our day and age. Right? Sometimes there are busy seasons where people stay in the office seven days a week. No, I can't. It'll be easy. Easier. Baruch Hu's in charge of nature. You know, one could discuss, not for now, 
you know, why do you need three to get the message? Right? Why do we need Paraduma and Shabbos and what happened in Mara? Right? Why, why, why all three? Isn't it the same idea? Is it just, uh, strengthening one to the other? Or is there, um, an aspect that each one of them, um, teaches us? But that's not for now. But either way, that's the Drash David, and that's what he says towards the end. Something that we can, we don't think, but Hateva, we could, we could overcome. Al Yisyash Belibo. Right? Not to give up. We always have to hope beyond hope. And this is a beautiful story that, uh, the, the Kleisenberger Rebbe, we could use this Shabbat Shuvah. One time. The Kleisenberger Rebbe said one, to, the, one of the Yom Kippers in the DP camps uh, after the war, he starts going through the Al-Chaits. Al-Chaits doesn't apply to us. Doesn't apply to us. Gazalnu doesn't apply to us. Nothing to steal. Oh, they go through all of them. Nothing applies to us. We didn't do any of these Averas. So what do we have to do al Khait for? What do we, there's only one thing we did wrong. We lost hope. Al-Chait that we lost hope. But that's the only thing that we have to do Al-Chait for. So he says, that's what he says here towards the end of the Drash David. We just have to make sure that we never lose hope. We never lose hope in the dark. And, he, and for him to say that, for him to say that, after losing his whole family, that's, that's a message for anyone in any difficult situation. And that's what we learned, Paraduma, in Mara. Okay. Continuing in a couple of thoughts, uh, the first half of the Shia will be general Paraduma, Paraduma thoughts. There's a Medrash. The Ksav Sofer quotes the Medrash on the Parsha in source number four. Zos chukas atarav yikru elecha. B'medrash omar Shlomo ha-melech alav ha-shalom. Amarti echkema. Hirachokem imeni. Right, Shlomo ha-melech. The chacham mikal adam. The chacham, the wisest. He says, I wanted to become wise. Echkema al-kal ha-Torah kula. Amadati. I was able to figure out all the Torah. Sounds like all the other chukim too. Shlomo could figure out. Only this one. The Alpara Aduma Loamadati. Right? The Majors put some words into the Pasik. It's far from me. I can't understand it. Mi Kachacham Moshe Yodea Pesher Davar Pirusha Shotorah. That's the Majors. Ah, who is like Moshe Rabbeinu? Who is like Moshe? So what's the message? Shlomo and Moshe. And what's the lesson of Pesher Davar? Pesher Davar. Pirusha Shotorah. Says the Ksav Sofer, the great son of the Ksav Sofer. Nearly. Hine Shlomo Amar al Tame HaMitzvos. The Ksav Sofer is going to have two thoughts. This is number one. Shlomo Melech figured out reasons and basis and motivations for all mitzvos. V'savar haya sheheven advaram al me'amitasam. And he thought that he got it. That he was maven at the kol. Kibiki Shlomo Leos Kimosha. Shlomo might have had the greatest raw ability of brain power. Chazal say Chacham Mikaladam. The Rambam says that Mashiach is going to be Chacham Yosar Mi Shlomo. Uh, but Shlomo Amalek had the greatest brain power. But he wanted to be in terms of his understanding of Torah. Who was the who was the uh, <laughs> the bar? That's Moshe Rabbeinu. See, so he wanted to try to be like Moshe. So he thought, after doing 612 mitzvahs, he thought he got there. He thought, okay, I'm on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu. But once he reached Paraduma, sorry. 
then he was realized that he was Megala, not just Paraduma, but he realized to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, it's different. Right, this is this is a prat that's Megala Alaklal. If I can't understand this one, maybe I didn't fully understand the other ones either. And that's the Medrash. Amarti Echkama. I thought I was smart. Shlomo HaMelech comes to Paraduma and realizes the godless of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not just about raw talent. It's about Moshe Rabbeinu. Nobody can be like Moshe. It's one of the animamins in terms of nevuah, but in terms of the experience. Yodea pesher davar pirushan shal yada. And Shlomo couldn't make it there. Paraduma taught Shlomo that he can't be like Moshe. And then he continues, and what's the lashon of pesher davar? Pesher, where do we have pesher? Pesher sounds like the word pshara. Compromise. The Gemara talks about it. Somewhere in the middle. Pesher davar ki paraduma chukehi shemitaher temeim umetame tahorim. The paraduma does opposite extremes. It's metame, it's metaher. Moshe Rabbeinu is able to have that pshara, to have that middle ground, to bring together all of the radical halachos that don't seem to fit with each other. But Moshe Rabbeinu, mi yodea pesher davar. Tvarame lusosrim zedzeh. Nidhi pesher lafasher ulekari vinyonim harachokim. Shnayim usha medainim zeim zeh. Vizeh sosar chaveirov and mefasher mekarivosam. Right, you have a pshara. Two people are fighting with each other. The judge brings them together, brings them close. Two opposite types of halachas. Mitami and metayar. And they're brought together. And that's Yodea Pesher, Moshe Rabbeinu Yodea. Not just the explanation, Pirush Adavar, but he knows Pesher Adavar as, as well. One idea relating to the Madrash. Moshe Rabbeinu, the uniqueness. But then there's another idea. Another idea turning over, source five, another shot of the Madrash of Shlomo. Shlomo Melech again, Amar Kol Ela Nisisi Bechachma Amar Tiachma Virechoka Mimeni. The Medrash Shehi Rechoka Rechoka Mimeni. The Tzarech Beer. What's the Medrash emphasizing that it's far? It's far for me. Shehi Rechoka. It's far. The Nearly says the Ksav Sofer again. The thought that we know from elsewhere, but he puts it into the Medrash. He puts it into the Medrash here. When we get to uh, Parshas Chukas, this is the message. It's our job to try to analyze, to try to to dig, to try to understand, not just do mitzvos, but understand mitzvos. Try to do the best that we can to make them more meaningful to us. If we work hard, we'll get an answer. Aval, what's our attitude when we start delving? What has to be our attitude? And without this attitude, it's very dangerous. Why am I searching out for reasons? Because I want to know if it's if I should do it. If it makes sense to me, I'm going to do it. If it doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to reject. 
It's not worthy of my time and effort. I don't understand it. That's a very dangerous. If it's if the asiya is totally on the havana, that's very dangerous. Tommy Hamitzvah is after. Asiya is is basic. It's done. Havana, Tommy Hamitzvahs are extra. That's the icing. It's not one totally on the other one. Now, we mentioned in the past. Rabbi Saul Salanter, Ein Kelokenu comes before Mi Kelokenu. Shouldn't you first ask the question, Mi Kelokenu, and then say, Ein Kelokenu, nobody, no, 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 no. Ein Kelokenu, period. Once I have that as a base, then I could delve. Then I could try to appreciate more. Who is like Hashem? But it can't be who is like Hashem. Let me try to figure it out. No, no, no. So that's the message of the Medrash, suggesting Sav Sofer. If we go in trying to understand it, and that will affect my normative practice, Kimo. Acher, Shlo Nichnas B'Shalom, like Elisha Ben Avuya, so that's not going to work out. Rabbi Akiva Nichnas B'Shalom, the Gemara in Chagiga, Rabbi Akiva is topic Me'olam. Rabbi Akiva didn't have any Sveikas. He knew, but he was just trying to deepen. Rak Ratzel is bone in the mitzvah, Leida Adavar Alburya, Velchen Yatsa B'Shalom. The Omer, therefore, says the Madrash, Habochenu Bodegin Sisrei Torah, Leidim Nechonim Hemazu, Humanase. Right, that is, we're testing God, we're trying to see if it makes sense to us. How often in science does something make, make perfect sense? And then 50 years later, the scientists all say, oh, we were totally off. And then 50 years later, they're off again. And this is healthy to eat. In 20 years, it'll be up, it'll be unhealthy to eat. And they thought smoking was healthy and everything. Well, just because we, we understand it, and if we don't understand it, so many things, true scientists, no, there's so many things in life that are beyond us. But it doesn't mean it's not reality. Menasa testing is only if we do it al menas that we're trying to do it to understand. Right? One has to be very careful sometimes in conversations when people want to have conversations about emuna issues or you know other tami hamitzvahs issues. We always have to be very careful. We're not out to prove Hashem. We're not out to prove the validity. No, we can help explain and appreciate. But if there's a conversation about trying to explain and prove it, that's that's a, a, a more risky conversation. What does the Pazak say? Nisisi? He first was trying to have the attitude. Remember, the Gemara says it about Shlomo HaMelech. What does Shlomo say? I could have enough more wives. It's okay. I know the reason for this, and therefore it won't apply to me. Shlomo was darshin in time of the cry. It was Mephorish Bekra, so we're all. I won't go back to Mitzrayim. Don't worry about the horses. But Shlomo HaMelech himself says, I realized that's not appropriate. It went far from me because Hashem's not going to give me this Yantad Shmaya in that case. And that's the message whenever we think about and try to appreciate any mitzvah. And the Rambam himself, many say, oh, the Rambam was a pure rationalist. He was a very heavy rationalist. But the Rambam has plenty of hergish, of emotion. Just look at the Rambam at the end of Hilchah's Lulav. Look at the Rambam at the end of Hilchah's Me'ilah, the end of Hilchah's Temura, the end of Hilchah's Yisuri Mizbeach. All of these are our emotional Mostly heavy Rambams that affect our life. And that's just in the Mishnah Torah. 
So says the Ksav Sofer, we have to make sure that we try to appreciate everything we can. It's a religion of intellect and emotion. But we have to try to do that with the proper, with the proper perspective. Okay. Moving right along. So Rashi says, right, even though it's a chok, it's a chok, it's a chok, at the end of Paraduma, Rashi quotes all the symbolism of every detail of Paraduma. And first and foremost is, Paraduma is a tikkun for chayte egel. Tikkun for chayte egel. Right? The mother should come and clean up the mess of the child. The paraduma comes and cleans up the, cleans up the mess. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Source number six. You have two, we have two Rabbi Yaakovs, as we'll see. We've done the other one in the past years. Says the Rabbi Yaakov. Skip the second paragraph. Vishamati. Suggest Rabbi Yaakov a halachic point. There are some deos in the Rishonim that Parsha's para is Daraisa. Parsha's Zachar is Daraisa. We know what the source for Parsha's Zachar is. Zachar is Hashar Salacha Amalek. The mitzvah Daraisa to remember Amalek, Chazal said once a year. Yesh Omrim, the Shochan Arach says, Parsha's para is also Daraisa. Where does it say Parsha's para? Paraduma. Why is Parsha's para, which is Parsha's Chukas, why is that? What's the possibility for being it being Daraisa? Where does it say, remember Paraduma? So suggests Rabbi Yaakov, maybe it's his Rashi, really it's the Egel. Right? It says elsewhere, remember how we angered Hashem in the Midbar. It says that later on in Parsha's Ekev. Right? Midivrei Rashi il Yatzalonu Makar Lakriyas Parsha's Adum Paraduma Minatorah. Because Paraduma is Kapara Chete Egel. Lahalan, Kasuv, Zachar, Al Tishkach, Eithashur, Ksavta, Hashem Lakacha by Midbar. Lachetik, Nukriyas Parsha's Paraduma, Gdelakayim, Sibuzet. It would be a little unusual because we're supposed to just remember the Egel by reading Paraduma. It's kind of indirect. You know, if we're, we're supposed to remember the Egel, we should read the Egel. Unless that's like embarrassing to us and insulting, we don't want to read it. Too painful. Okay. But what's, what's Miriam? Remember what Miriam did? You know, that's also according to the Ramban, it's a, it's a, it's a mitzvah. Right? So what do we talk about there? Do we talk about, I don't know, we don't read about Saras. We just read about the chait. We don't read it. It's a mitzvah, but that's what we're supposed to remember. Okay, that's one idea. But Rabbi Yaakov references what he writes in Parshas Ekev. We did this years ago. And that is, maybe there's a totally different shot of that Pasuk. Right? Rovri Shonim assumed Parshas Para is not Daraisa. It's not Daraisa. But what is the Zechara Yisashorek Safta? That might not even refer to the Egel. Because if you look closely in the Psukim in Ekev, Right? It says, uh, Rabbi Yaakov quotes it in source number seven. Remember how you angered Hashem in the desert. And then it says, Hashem. And you also angered Hashem in Choref. That's the Pusik about the Egel. The Pusik right beforehand, remember how you angered Hashem? Obviously, he's not talking about the Egel. Because the following Pusik says, and in Choref. So the previous Pusik is talking about something else. Remember how you angered Hashem. Where did we anger Hashem before the Egel? There wasn't so much Jewish history before that. So Jesser Yaakov in Mara, in Mara, when we complained about water and we acted inappropriately, and maybe that is the message, because as we mentioned earlier, Paraduma was given in Mara. And now you have to come up with, okay, what's the connection to Paraduma and Mara? We already said one idea. We already said one idea. So he says a similar idea 
Here in Parshas Ekev, Iker Alim Shal Ma'isa Mara Hayal Haros Lonoki Rasa Hashem Yisbarachu Amamtik. Hashem's in charge of nature. Hashem's in charge of of life, and one has to make sure that they don't think that it has to all make sense. It has to fit in all to the to the rules. No, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. But again, that's Rabbi Yaakov's Ha'ara about Parshas Par being Daraisa, either its connection to the eagle directly or the connection to Mara. Okay, moving right along to a detail. One more detail about Paraduma, and then we'll get into the next parsha, the next section of the of the parsha. Rav Sternbach has just a small drush thought, also in source number nine on the top left. The kol kli pasuach hashrein samid pasilalav. We know the halacha is that if there is a mace in a house with one roof, everything in that house is tame, is tame mace, unless it is sealed tightly. If there is a bottle that is sealed tightly, a barrel, then everything in the barrel is protected. It's protected. Chatzitza. Says of Sternbach, there's a message about that. And if it's not protected and if there's no cover on it and it's just open, then it becomes Tameh. Says of Sternbach. Sometimes being too open with our mouth, with our eyes, with our ears, that creates Tumah. In both directions. He doesn't emphasize this, but I'll add it in. It creates Tumah because we have no guard about what comes out of our mouth or what our eyes see and also what goes in. And also what goes in and what goes out. We have to make sure there are, sometimes there has to be a summit puzzle. Sometimes there has to be a, a, uh, closure, right? And Parsha Shlach on, on the Velosa Suru, the Ramam says, we have to put a Geder on our Machshavos and on our eyes. And that's what he says. For these open Kalim, you have to sometimes put a, put a seal. And that's what we have to try to make sure, to have the cover on. We sometimes have to have the cover on. He says, maybe that's the symbolism, he quotes, wearing a yarmulke, wearing a kippah. Maybe that reminds us sometimes that we have to be summit puzzle. We have to, we have to sometimes have a cover on. We have to have a cover on. Shaloyu machshavos ha'adam hefker. Right, we don't have a hole in our head, but we put a, a yamaka, a kippa on to keilu. We're covering up, we're protecting, we're guarding. Our ideas shouldn't confuse us. It's an it's a, um, illustrative way of, of reminding us. Remember, there's a Gemara at the end of Mesecha Shabbos, all the way towards the end of Mesecha Shabbos, that one of the um, Amoraim's mothers, I think, heard from one of the uh, stargazers that her child is going to be a Ganif. So she made sure he had a, he had a yarmulke on every second of his life, from the time he was a baby. And there was one time that the yarmulke fell off and he saw some, some dates or figs in the tree. He started rushing up there. But um, the, it's, it's to guard us. It's to guard us. So that's alluded to in this halacha of Tzamed Pasil. Sometimes we can't be too open. Sometimes we can't be too open. We have to make sure that we have that we have guards on. Okay, May Mariva. We have to spend some time on May Mariva on the sin that 
that did it in for Moshe and for Aaron. Again, so many, it's always, uh, one has to be very uh, careful when one discusses this sin, as we're going to see, because we're talking about Moshe and Aaron. And there are so many different suggestions. We're going to add on more. Right? It's, it's, it's enough already. Rashi, the Rambam, the Ramban, everybody has their opinion. So you have to be very careful. But basically, almost all the Pshatim are really just expanding on what has already been said. And messages. And messages. And we always have to remember that Kodesh Baruch Hu judges Moshe and Aaron, Kuchot Asaira. Okay, we'll start off with the Menachem Sion. Menachem Sion in source number 10. Starts off with Rashi. Right, the Ramban has problems with Rashi. What does Rashi say? Right, with the Bartem El he was supposed to talk to the rock. He st- instead, he hit the rock. He hit the rock, Pa'amayim, he went out, Yalom Amantembi, says the, um, says Rashi, Lahakti Sheni, Ilu Dibartem El Asela Vahotzi, if you would have spoken to the rock, Vahayiti Makudash Lene Ha'eda, I would have been sanctified, Vahomrim, Masela Zeshinam Adabra Veno Shomea Veno Eno Tzorach Parnasa, this rock, doesn't have, doesn't have Scharva Onesh, Mikayim Dibur Oshomakom, Kavachomer Onesh, surely us, wow, and ask the Ramban, and if he would have hit the rock, that wouldn't have been a miracle. It would have been a different kind of miracle. And all the Mepharshim asked, and Moshe previously had hit the rock, and he was supposed to hit the rock then. And anyway, why was he told to take the stick? He was told to take the mate. Right? mate. So says the Menachem Sion. Again, these are questions that many, many ask. Says the Menachem Sion, Koach that's the message that this generation needed. This generation needed the message of the power of speech. That was what's supposed to be given over. That's the depths of Rashi. Koach adibur shel ha'adam, she'ein mishalo b'chol yeser yotzer yitzurei, she'ein mishalo mikol yotzer yeter yitzurei tevel. Right? What, what makes us unique? What makes us as unique is our Koach Adibor. Right? As we know, the father gives some and the mother gives some. What does the Kodesh Baruch Hu give? He gives the power of using those organs. What defines us? The uncle is Ruach Mamalala. That's what makes us godly. Or at least the potential is there for us to be godly. We could create worlds with our mouth. And we could destroy worlds with our mouth. Just push it shot. It's not even if we say one word to our spouse, we could change their entire evening. One phrase. Send a WhatsApp to our spouse for no reason. I'm saying WhatsApp is also deeper these days. But it's not the same in a doma, but in a certain sense, communication. For no reason just to say, you know, you're the best. We could create worlds. And Rahman how often do we say something and right after we say it to whoever it is, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, I can't believe I just did that. That's going to take a long time. Taking that one back. We could create worlds and destroy worlds. 
with our power of Dibur. Right? The Gemara in Erechin, might have said the Pasuk in Mishlei, Maves v'chayim biyad lashon. V'chin yesh yad lashon. Right? Was there a yad? Lama lacha ma yad memisa af lashon memisa. And he continues, Maimed ar Sinai, v'chala'am roim esakolos. We saw the voices. What does that mean? Rashi. What you could generally not see. But Hashem needed us to have the message at Harsinai of the Kolos. Of the Kolos. And that's what's going on here too. Speak to the rock. Teach them the power of Dibur. That was the message. Right? Think about all the sins of, of, the, of the Midbar. The sins of the Midbar. What's happened? They're in year 40. Okay, now we're done. We're done, right? The Miraglim was Koach Dibur sin. The Misonanim, they're all Dibur, Dibur. How we, how we complained in Mara. Okay, I know, just ask me nicely. They were all Koach Dibur. So that's what this Am needed. We're done. And Moshe, Dafka, the chance to teach them. Hashem says that I needed that message. And that was the problem. Korach was Dibur. Maybe that's what's the depths of Rashi. One idea. Continuing, again, not the same exact idea, but a, a similar a similar type of idea. If you look in the, the Sefer of Hanan Parat, Ma'at Min Ha'or, he also talks about uh, the Memeriva. Talks about the Memeriva, and he quotes Rashi, and he quotes the Ramban's Kashan Rashi. And he quotes the Rambam, the Rambam says it's about getting angry. And he quotes the Ramban's Kasha on the Rambam too, right? And then the Ramban himself gives his own shot. This is all summarized in uh, source number 12. But if we turn over, he also talks about the Koach Adibur, top of 13. Ikaro shalachetu kipirish rashi ukadiyak aramban. Bistia meatsava eloki. Achum raso neutza bimini of hanovim bimidas hakas. It's the anger that led to the hitting, putting Rashi and the Ramam together. But what's the issue? Hatsibilu daber la sela no adla hafnimis erechadiber gamel leif shal even. Right? To teach those even that have stone hearts the power of speech. Moshe mitztaveh amnan litolza mate. He was told to take the stick. Why? Kedei lirmos shegam yeish lo gam opsia acheres. Lishtamish bisfasa koach. Achdavka atzivu yiladaber bishasha ochsim bimate. Noad lahavlitas erech adibur. There are different ways to get things done. By force or by speech. Take the mate. So they know there's another option that could have been used, but don't do that option. Don't do that option. And he quotes, right, that to, to, to use it, he quotes Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, but let's continue first. Let's realize what's going on here. What changed? Because we know earlier, back in Shmos, Moshe hit the rock and he was supposed to hit the rock. But here not. It's a different generation. This isn't the generation that had backbreaking labor in Mitzrayim and were very physical and understood physical 
B'sefer Shmos Yishlanu Eisik in Dor Yotzi Mitzrayim Shehergalu Ka'avadim L'sfas HaKoach V'lohem Yishlotzi Mayim Menasela B'Koach Hazroa Aval B'Parshatenu This is a different door. This is a door that's not going to act so much through the the uh, goof, even though we're going to fight wars, but it's going to be wars with Hakadosh Baruch Hu's help of miracles. Alasaf Knisal La'aret Nisav Dar Chadash Dar Kovshei Kenan Ve'Elav Yesh Ladas L'Daber B'Safa Chadasha. This is a generation that needs the speech and not the force. Ha'Ones Shehushas Alav Shalohanigas Asa'am. He explains that. You know, it's a different type of leadership that is needed right now. And he bases that, again, on the uh, the Rishonim, and he quotes from Sefer Yehoshua, but this is what the Am needs. Again, similar to what was said earlier from the Menachim Tzion, that Dibur is what was needed, and that's why there had to be a change. Okay, I'm not doing it justice. You can feel free to read it. I just want to get through the Chafetz Chaim in the last source. Chafetz Chaim goes back to Paraduma. I just to end with this. Adam ki What's the message for us? Right, the Ramam, based on Chazal, person doesn't learn Torah unless they're mamis atzmo aleha. The Gemara bracha samach gimel. Ain't different Torah miskayim and elbishem mamis atzmo aleim. Ube emes tamua. It already says v'chay bohem v'lo sheyamis bohem. What do you mean kill yourself for Torah? You're not allowed to kill yourself for Torah. V'chay bohem. It's not one of the big three averes. So the Chavos Chaim gives a mashal. Gives a mashal. There are thousands of Mishalim of the Chavetz Chaim. There are Mishlei Chavetz, the Dubna Magid was made famous by his Mishalim, but the Chavetz Chaim has his own. He gives a Mashal of Socher, Konim. There was a storekeeper that had a huge store, huge store. People came, customers came from all over the country, all over the, the area to shop in his store. Day and night he was busy in the store. Couldn't even go to shul. Couldn't go to Minyan. Didn't have time to learn. He was just busy with his store day and night. As he started getting older, he started thinking. He's like, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to stand, uh, stand uh, you know, to answer those questions soon. Uki alav yiyal says mer din v'cheshbon. What am I going to do? So you know what? He started going to shul in the morning. He started going to minyan. What am I going to do? This palavet zibur. And after davening, sometimes he even stayed to learn. And so he learned for a couple of hours. One time he stayed to learn for a couple of hours, and then he comes to the store, and his wife is in the store. And his wife starts screaming at him, "Where have you been?" Where have you been? The customers are here. They're, they're getting upset that we need you. He said, I was, I was tarud. I was involved. And the second day it happens. What's going on with you? What's going on here? And her husband says, Okay, it's a little graphic, but... If I wasn't around, what would you do in the store? You'd make do, right? Pretend I'm not around for now. Pretend I'm not around for now because when I'm osek and asuk in what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm not here. I'm in a different world. This is so crucial for our generation. We have to close everything else off in our lives when we're davening, when we're learning, 
not chas v'shalom, memes atzmo. But it just means ki'ilu, I'm not involved in the world around me. I'm not there. I'm, I'm shakua. You know, at least in the days of old, even up to 20, 30 years ago, 40, when we used to go to the base medrash or go to davening, at least then we were with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But now we take the world with us. It's in our pockets. Right? It's, it's like, it's so much more challenging. Obviously all the great things and the challenges, but we have to cut ourselves off from the outside worlds when we're involved in a Tosfus, when we're involved in a Rashi al when we're learning a Mishnah. We just have to cut ourselves off. That's what the message of the Chafetz Chaim tells us. Right? Not literally to kill ourselves, but to separate ourselves from the rest of life. That's challenging. Again, as I said, it's even more challenging in our generation. So much more challenging. Because you can't go anywhere or be away from it. But HaKadosh Baruch obviously believes in us. And we have to have the power to turn it off. Turn it off! Right? Whatever, however one... Leave it at home! Whatever it is. But we have to recognize that it's in our power. That's what's demanded of us. And if we really want to live a life of a fullness of really being in the davening and in the learning, wherever we are, we have to make sure we take that attitude and we're man enough to to leave the phone at home, to turn it off, leave it in the car, whatever it is. Right? We did it years ago. We could still do it again now. Okay, we'll stop here. And again, Medeshem, next week, I don't know which day, but uh, the next uh, month and a half or so, we'll be having the, uh, the shear from... Uh, from uh, Camp Kaley and Medeshem will pick up here towards the beginning of Chodesh Elul.